Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Ben Calvert sat in his office at the Calvert Real Estate and Loan Company. He picked up a sheet of papers that had been lying on his desk, then threw the batch down again. Opening a drawer, he took out a rubber band and, taking an end in each hand, stretched it slowly back and forth. He looked at his watch. Mr. Calvert was obviously impatient. What the devil was keeping his secretary, he wondered. Jesse had had plenty of time to have driven over to the Wakefield Auto Court and be back now with his daughter, Kit. Ben's mind was made up. Kit wasn't leaving this afternoon for California. He was going to stop her. The door of the outer office opened and closed. Ben got quickly to his feet. His secretary, Jesse Ward, came into the room. She was alone. What took you so long? Why, Ben, I've only been... Well, never mind. Where's Kit? I don't know. You don't know? Isn't he with you? No, that's rather a silly question. I went to their bungalow, Ben, and no one was there. Couldn't you find out where she'd gone? I stopped by the manager's office, and she handed me this letter. What is this? Hmm. Dead. I decided to take the train at... at Stanton. Bill has a 36-hour pass, and he's going to drive me over. Well, what the... I didn't tell you goodbye because I felt sure that we just have another argument about my leaving. I advise you not to worry about problems that don't exist. You'll hear from me. Yours, Kit. Well, that certainly is a surprise. Yes, isn't it? I think there's something a little funny about this. Well, I don't know why you should say that. I've never known Kit to be afraid to have an argument with me before. And don't tell me it was intuition. Well, I'm not saying anything. Well, it looks as if you've lost this round, doesn't it, Ben? Yes, it looks that way. Or are you going to tear out after them and try to get to Stanton? No, I'm going to let her go now. But she'll be back, Jesse. How are you going to accomplish that? Hypnotism? No, I told Kit that I'd arranged for quite a large sum of money to be deposited to her account at the bank here so she could draw against it. She wanted it that way. Oh, Ben, you wouldn't. Not deposit the money? <laughs> I most certainly would. She has enough to go on for a little while, but not for long. And that husband of hers is certainly in no position to send her anything worth speaking of. Well, I don't know. I don't know as your scheme will work, Ben. I have a feeling that Kit might prefer to live on Bill's allowance rather than return here. After all, she's had pretty good training the last few months in making ends meet. And she's hated every minute of it. She only did that to prove something to Bill. I know, Kit. She won't stay in California without money and plenty of it. Yes. Come to think of it, she may need money. Perhaps more so than usual. You might be able to get her back that way, Ben. Money's been the solution to all your problems before, hasn't it? I've found it's a language everyone can understand, yes. But I'm wondering if you should make her come home. You might be sorry. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Just an idea. Jesse, I have a feeling that you know something you're not telling me. Well, Ben, there was a time when I used to tell you everything that went through my mind, but things are different now. You do know something. 
Well, let's say I have an idea. I'll tell you this much, Ben. If the right moment comes, I'll tell you my idea. For old times' sake. Ben Calvert didn't question Jessie any further. Studying the expression on her face, he decided that Miss Ward was just trying to annoy him. But Ben didn't know to what extent Jessie was being honest, any more than he knew to what extent she had been dishonest in her story about having failed to find Kit. At this moment, Kit and her husband, Sergeant Bill Mead, come out of their house. Bill puts a fortnighter and an overnight bag in the green roadster, and then, turning, calls to his wife. Come on, Kit. Yes, yes, I'm coming. You said you were in such a hurry. I know, Bill, I know. I was just thinking about leaving this place we call home. Yeah, you... You did make it home, Kit. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Only I don't consider I was too successful. <laughs> this is the only time in my life I've tried to make myself over to be the way some man wanted me to be. I think I should have stuck to my original theories. Oh, Kit, you're just saying a lot of words. Well, come on, get in. Thank you, Bill. Now, would you mind explaining why we're going to Stanton? Well, don't you think it's a good idea? It gives us a chance to move around. It helps us to kill the time. Much better than sitting in that cabin and watching you trying to say the proper things and still be honest with yourself. <laughs> Poor Bill. You do have a hard time. Why don't you just give in and hate me? Oh, what's the matter with you? You know I don't hate you. I know. It's just that you're outraged. All because of one letter you didn't get. You know it's more than that. Oh, yes, I know. You've decided that I was a mistake from the very beginning. What do you think happened, darling? Tell me when you first discovered that it wasn't love, but... Well, what shall we say and still be polite? Shall we call it infatuation? Well, look, kid, let's not talk this way. You, you don't mean half of what you're saying. It's your last day I know I... I don't mean half of what I'm saying. But I think you're such an idiot. You see, I can remember quite distinctly how things were before Peggy Douglas returned. But as you say, we won't talk about that. You'll have your chance now to figure things out. Only do try to do your own thinking, Bill, won't you? Well, to return to what I was talking about, why this sudden decision to take the train at Stanton? When I came home, you were all in a dither. Said something about Jesse Ward. Oh, yes. Yes, Jesse came by to take me down to Dad's office. It seems he wanted to see me. Well? Mm, but that isn't all of it. According to Jesse, he was going to stop me from leaving. Well, so what? He couldn't have. No. No, in the last analysis, all I'd have to do is tell him that I was going to have a baby. He'd certainly want me out of town then, and fast, until it was all over. And then, of course, if the child were fortunate enough to be perfectly all right, he'd practically throw a parade. I can just hear him. Every inch a Calvert, he'd say. Why are you always so bitter when you talk about the child? I should think you'd be able to answer that one yourself. Isn't it better to accept the possibility of what may be rather than to be confident, optimistic, and then be brutally disappointed? And another reason I'm bitter. Well, even if I knew I, I could look forward to a beautiful, fine child, 
My moment of joy would be a little soured by the bombshell you threw at me. Well, under the circumstances, if you'll remember, Kit, I couldn't do anything but tell you the truth. What's the Latin for always honest? I don't know why. Oh, I, I think during the time that lies ahead, I'll embroider you a little banner. You can wear it attached to that ring that's in your nose, the one you're led around by. Kit, don't you think there's been enough of this? Yeah. Yes, I'm being terribly disagreeable. But, darling, it's just that I see so well what... However, that's your affair. But after the baby's born, we know, one way or the other. And I come back, well... Well, we'll both have had a chance to work things out. We'll talk about everything then. Yeah. And... You won't forget your promise, will you? I mean, in a moment of worry or weakness, you won't tell Dad or anyone about the baby. No, Kit. Of course, I'm not concerned about your other promise. I'm quite certain I can rely on your faithfulness. That conscience of yours wouldn't allow you to do anything that would hurt my pride, would it? You're my wife, Kit. Exactly. There's one thing, though. I know you don't want to make any decisions now, but... But you do understand that we can't go on as we are. Oh, definitely. I understand that, Bill. There'll have to be some changes made. And I think I can help you make them. The tone of Kit's voice, the smile on her face, didn't quite match. But unfortunately, Bill Meade didn't notice it. No, Bill was thinking that in spite of her occasional bursts of sarcasm, Kit was being very matter-of-fact and understanding about the whole thing. He felt that her last remark was practically a promise, a promise that she'd give him a divorce. Evidently, Bill, you haven't learned very much by past experience.